Welcome back to CCRPG. We return to the murder of crows uh, as they have spent the last day or two kind of hunkered down in apartment C3, um, getting their mech set up, getting their watches set up, kind of taking stock of the area. We go now to the beginning of Contest. Most of the teams have arrived at this point uh, very late last evening. Um, the last of the council members has arrived and gone to their uh, position. Um, you have received word um, via Losamar, who has sent messages to all of you, um, that contest is formally being started in five hours. Um, you are expected to all meet at the assembly hall, where she first met you all and gave you your um, housing assignments and uh hangar assignments um and that is your first opportunity to meet um if you haven't already all five of the council members and see all of the contestants in one area they will then walk like it, it kind of gives you a, a layout of like what's going to happen they will then walk you through what's expected of you and what the first leg of contest is going to be All right, so the first leg is going to be eliminate all of the other contestants. Only one person's or only one group survives. So wait, then one, they start contest. Then they start contest two to get the second <laughs> team. <laughs> all right, so in a few hours, all the teams are going to be assembling at the assembly hall. What do you all want to do? Do you make any preparations before you go? Do you send any messages before you go? What does it look like as you're like, ah, it's finally beginning? Astro will be picking out his outfit. <laughs> what does that uh, look like, Astro? <laughs> He's going to be uh, uh, standing in front of his mirror, uh, trying on different jackets. Like outerwear, you know. Did you, like, did uh, you bring this... a full body mirror into the apartment for this exact reason? It's like a. It's actually a, very cool. It's like a folding mirror. You press a little. It's almost handheld. You press a little button and it extends into a full body mirror. Um, very neat technology. So, uh, so the answer is yes. You did bring a full body mirror yes. into the apartment exactly for the situation. Yeah. So he's he's like he's trying like this leather jacket and he's like. You know, looking at himself from different angles and posing, and he's like, ah, no, that's not gonna work. Um, you know, he's like, too. That looks too much like, like Astro, and needs to look different. Um, you know, and so he he settles on some uh, something a little more uh, run down than what Astro's usually wears. Something more punkish, you know, ripped jeans. Um, a a jacket with all these patches on it, you know. Um, <laughs> he subconsciously realize he he hasn't realized it, but subconsciously he's drawing on uh, inspiration from his movies. <laughs> Evelyn's just watching this because everyone else is ready, and she's waiting for Asher to hurry up. Like Asher, why don't you just one of us pet just just you for just you? That way you don't have to worry about accidentally invoking your Asherness. 
Um, That's a word? No, that cannot be a word, okay? <laughs> Forbidden I'm not, I'm not. dictionary. Uh, well, you 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 want to know what uh, what goes with what? I mean, you're right. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still offended. One, I'm the only one that could be trusted with my wardrobe decisions. All right. Well, if we're late because you can't match your shirt to your pants, we know who to blame. This is what Astro was doing hours before. And you're still not done. <laughs> well, he he has some time. All right, well, I'm going to make sure that the mechs are ready to go, like like hot ready, just in case they have us jump straight into it right away. Yeah, along those lines, uh, probably get get our, like, exosuits also ready. Um, just, like, he'll hang his, like, um, uh, you know, by, by his door um, so he can jump right into it if he needs to. That's probably a good idea. But he's not going to wear it to the thing. Okay. Maybe we should. I mean, I guess if they do have us jump into something immediately, you know, the amount of time it takes us to get back here, change, and go could hurt us, I guess. Hmm. It's true, though. Maybe we should be prepared and as much as it pains me to admit this but astro might be have the right of it that first impressions are important so you know being prepared might help us i guess i don't i don't know how they're scoring this thing well it's hard to say either way this seems more like <laughs> introductory so it may not be necessary to come fully armed. In fact, it may be beneficial if we're just being introduced. And who's to say how it's going to turn out? I will father, follow whichever uh, order you give there, Xander. <clears throat> um, I, I think we could just go as we are. Um see what we're dealing with first. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Evelyn is going to switch into her better clothes just in case, though. Just at least for the first impression deal. What does better mean? Uh, when, when I went shopping with um, Amora that one time, I got like the um, I think it was like a trench coat and vest combo or something like that. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, you uh, head to the elevator that heads back down to the connecting point with Entertainment Module 81. Uh, as you go, uh, you can see, you know, there are another set of contestants who are from your floor in the distance. They're at the elevator before you, and it's not like they're waiting for you. Do you rush to catch up with them or do you let them go on ahead? I'd actually rather let them go on ahead. 
Don't hold don't. that elevator. Hold that elevator. Don't hold want that door. Very hold slowly. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want that awkward elevator conversation with yeah. them. Um, yeah. So you see, as a team disappears through the elevator, they are gone by the time you get there. Uh, as you write it down into the entertainment module, uh, you are able to easily retrace your steps back to the auditorium where uh, you originally signed in for contest. Uh, as you arrive, it only looks a little bit different than it did before. No longer is the card table folded up, uh, folded out and uh, set up uh, at a, as a, like a greeting station. Um, but now uh, you will see there is uh, a group of five people kind of at the front, all kind of talking to each other. They're kind of like their own little group um, that are uh, having a chat. Uh, you see one of them is Efik Desaria. Um, in between them and the rest of you, uh, you see Losamar uh, greeting, you know, teams as they come in, you know, telling them, you know, where to stand, blah, blah, blah. Um, as you come in, Losamar uh, approaches you and goes, oh, uh, great, you're here. Um, everyone's filing in just now. Uh, I think everyone has arrived. Um, if you can actually just go ahead and stand over there, we're making room for everyone as they come in. Um, don't worry, everything should be loud enough for everyone want to hear appropriately is there anything you need no chairs no chairs okay all right do you need a chair is that an accommodation you need it is not okay i just i just hope this doesn't <laughs> go on too long uh i can almost guarantee it won't i can pretty much guarantee it'll be quite short all right. Well, I'm excited to see what we have in store for us. Um, you will notice uh, a thing that you haven't didn't notice before from where she was standing uh, as you go take your positions. There is a black box uh, on a stand. There's a stand that has a big black box on it. And the big black box has a hole in the top. Okay. Uh, more and more teams start to file in. What are you doing? I'll, wa I'll wave at Ethic and say, Ethic, it's Astro Jamming! Not really. Don't worry. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, do you do that? I mean, it's hard to say. <laughs> I'm see. undercover. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <I'm> undercover. <laughs> Um, Ethic is in a conversation with the other four people uh, she is standing around with. You can now kind of see them uh, up there. Uh, they're not too far away, but you're not sure who's who uh, necessarily. But those are probably the other four um, council members uh, that are watching over a uh, contest. Um, uh, keeping an eye out for smiles. Do I see smiles? Uh, Smiles team hand. comes in next. Um, they are wearing wildly different outfits from each other. Only Smiles is wearing the striped outfit you saw. Um, but they are followed in by a couple, uh, four other uh, members of this troop. 
Um, and as they kind of uh, meet with uh, Losa, um, you can tell even from this distance, Losa is kind of creeped out. It does seem like Smiles does the talking for the group. Uh, Smiles comes up, uh, chats with just this plastered on smile that never seems to leave their face. Uh, and uh, yeah, Losa is just like you see her point over to an area for them to stand and they just kind of shuffle off to go stand there what about uh uh the cane vagrants have they arrived yet uh the cane vagrants arrived ahead of you okay yeah they're they're like one of the teams that was already here any of these uh teams that are here already do any of them look physically intimidating like is there like just like a team (laughs) of like jacked up like angry looking dudes or something uh just curious (laughs) uh depending on depending on what you consider um no not necessarily um but you do see a group of people who are in essentially like jumpsuits and like work attire that's like they are not wearing their sunday best they are wearing like really like like rough and ready outfits um they they are wearing like bandanas um they have literally just assault rifles strapped to their backs like they're just traveling around they they kind of look like you know ad hoc military right like yeah but but they're not wearing military outfits they're wearing like work workmen's clothes right yeah but they have like assault rifles strapped to their back um you see you know most of them have like knives on their fronts um one of them has literally a cutlass hanging at their side um he's prepared for the pirate they're, planet they're pretty deep they're pretty <laughs> beefy though they're they're yeah. like all they look physically strong this team that's that's kind of what he was looking for like which which one of these teams is like the badass no nonsense like fuck you up kind of team um uh i'll go back to what's her name L- L- lorraine <laughs> Where the Losa fuck Mar. did you get Lorraine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they both have L's. He walks I up. Guess. To, he walks up to her and he goes, Lorraine. Lorraine. And she goes, no, What? He totally does that. He's like, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, my name is Losa. Oh, Losa. And are you sure it's not Lorraine? In the back, she 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 probably looks behind her and she just sees dying face like the biggest <laughs> face palm. <laughs> um, um, yes, uh, point- Mr. Xander. <laughs> he points to the um, the that you know uh, the rough team <laughs> and says, "Who's that? Which team's that?" Um, looks over at them. I believe those are members of Alabast. Alabast, got it. They look pretty uh, ready to go. Um, I didn't yeah, know we were allowed our weapons in this uh, assembly hall. We didn't tell you they weren't allowed. That's true. I mean, I have a weapon. Your weapon weapon is your disarming charm. Sure. 
he smiles at her. Is there something else you, you know needed? What? I'm going to roll a charm check on that. <laughs> okay, let's see how charming it was. <laughs> I, I want to see if I... Now there, now there are stakes for failure because you're rolling it. Yeah, good. Um, I rolled an 11. Okay. She, you, you do that charming smile, and you can tell for some reason, she's not sure why, but she should <laughs> dislike you for wasting her time more than she is currently. Um, and she's like, thanks. I appreciate that. This, you know, that it can be hard playing administrator to so many people at a time. And I'm just, I'm just thankful that there are kind people here. She's now slightly less annoyed. You called her Lorraine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a, that was a huge, like, uh, rebound. Uh, Asher just pulled off. <laughs> just, you know, pulling off the Xander charm. Yeah. As he does. Uh, Asher just smiles and says, well, I'll let you get back to it then. Yes, uh, thank you. Oh, uh, yes, there's more people coming in now. Uh, excuse me. Uh, as another team comes in. Um, this team is uh, not like rough and ready like Team Alabast was, but these people look like like cool operators, right? Yeah. They're like they're in they're in the equivalent of like um, what's it called when like tack gear right they're all in like tactical gear um they're in tack gear um they do have some equipment on them um they do all just kind of it almost looks like it's built into their gear setup they do all have a sidearm on them right but it's not like they're carrying like huge fuck off weapons with them it just like they're just used to traveling around with a sidearm attached to them at all times right um they walk in they don't make a big deal out of anything um it's hard to tell because you can't hear them from a distance um but as um losa goes up to them um she only talks to them for like literally a second um and then points over to where they go and then they just walk away it's like the shortest fucking conversation you can imagine um they walk up to her she like nods points they walk away that's like the whole thing we have our equipment on right like sidearms and stuff too i assume Right? Like anything you would have brought that's not part of your exosuit. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, didn't sure. bring the exosuit, but I still have my gun. Like, yeah, yeah I didn't, definitely wouldn't have come here without guns. I'm just Astro, making sure. <laughs> I'm going to say Astro did not. Really? I'm going to say Dine saw Astro leave his weapons and pick and brought, brought Astro's weapons because that's what Dine would reasonably do. Oh, by the way, um, you can you can tell totally that the uncanny ravine are in lounging outfits like they don't have any gear on. They have no weapons. Um, They're just hanging out, by the way. Um, When when Astro finishes talking with Losa, Dine will walk up, give Astro his equipment and say, don't forget it again, and then walk away. <laughs> Astro's like, I didn't forget it. It just, you know, doesn't fit with the outfit I have. You say as you strap on your gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So after a moment, um, the the kind of auditorium fills up with the uh, the eight competitors. 
Um, and you see Losa go over to join in with the group of five who's having conversations and she starts talking to them about something. Um, there's a bit of a murmur, like a, you know, the gentle hum of murmur as like the teams are talking amongst themselves and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, are you guys doing anything? Uh, um, there are some teams that are just like silent and like arms crossed waiting patiently. Other teams are like saying things to the teams next to them. Some teams are just talking internally to themselves. I'm uh, just going to like not really speak, but watch the crowd. Okay. Type of thing. Like see how other teams are interacting. If they're interacting or not speaking um, type of thing. Yeah. Make, make me a pilot check to see if you catch anything. That's uh, a little bit not super easy to notice. Uh, so this be a spot? Yeah. No, not. I yeah, think okay. so. This isn't something that would be easy to spot notice. Spot details, object. Okay, so spot details. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, five. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you can re-challenge it if you want to make it uh, dangerous. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Um, you look around and yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of chatter here and there, but you can't discern anything that seems like anything more than like an assembly. Um, right. You don't catch okay. anything hidden happening here. Eventually, uh, Losa comes out uh, and then she like stands at the front next to that little box and says, uh, yes, uh, everyone, um, if I can have your attention, um, we are ready to begin. Um, everyone slowly starts to quiet down. Um, the five members of the, uh, kind of oversight team, uh, all approach and kind of fan out as they all kind of stand shoulder to shoulder assessing the groups assembled. Um, Efek is on the far left, um, and then to her right are four others. The person right next to Ethic is the first person to step forward. Um, a large, um, bulky man um, who has um, what I would consider uh, what if a suit could be a, a blue collar mechanics outfit like it has it has the the taper like it has a suits look to it but it almost looks like pits of it are torn off and rehemmed in so he could like crawl under a dune buggy and service it right um he's prepared for every scenario his uh <laughs> his hair is high and tight and looks slick but it also looks like out of the way you know what i mean this is a person who's very like blue collar work ethic in a boardroom looking person um, he's ready to throw uh, roll up his sleeves and get shit done he looks like he could be a professional wrestler um <laughs> he steps forward <laughs> he goes all right everyone listen up we're gonna get things started here but there's a few things that y'all need to know before we start all five of us here are gonna have different metrics that we evaluate you on we're gonna ask you to do a few things we might even interview you and don't go trying to to sweet talk us some of us hate it uh some of us like it who knows maybe it works better for you i don't give a shit all i need to know i need you to know is when we ask you to do something what we mean is do it well and we'll decide if you doing it well is what we're looking for 
Um, as he's talking, the person who was next to him uh, kind of steps out and like touches him on the arm uh, when he's like getting towards the end of talking like the OK, OK, you, you step back. I've got this. Um, and then that person steps back. Um, this person steps out and is hard to get a sense of. Um, they are. I wouldn't. I would say they are modded out. Um, this is a person who looks older. Um, they have wrinkles in the parts of the skin that you can still tell are skin. Um, but they are covered in in uh, tech mods. Um, like their face, their their upper part of their face is replaced by like a, a visor. Um, you know, their ears are replaced by sensors. Um, they, they are in the parts that aren't wrinkled skin they are like almost all the way to robot level of like complete replacement um fantastic and they say the person who just spoke to you is opie orihot he is the representative of apogee material and materiel i think we would go pretty well if we should all have ourselves introduced my name is doc Grocer, I am the representative from Lev Integrated Technologies. To my left here is Nozla Anker. She is the representative from Unfolding Moravec. To her left is Grime RK. He is the governor and the proud uh, host of E2705 to our little contest. To our far right here, on the other side of Opie, is Efik Desaria. She is our logistics specialist, and, if you play your cards right, one of the most well-paying contracts you can obtain here. You are going to compete in a few tests we have to determine who best suits our purposes for the kinds of work and other that we need to get accomplished here. Your personal way of doing things will be evaluated, as will your efficacy. Uh, Nozla, do you have anything you would like to say? Uh, Doc Grocer uh, steps back, and Nozla steps forward and goes, Yes. What Doc Grocer did not tell you is we're also evaluating the ways you do things, not just the effectiveness. Um... Some of us will require secrecy. Some of us will require cunning. Some of us will require efficiency. It is up to you to determine what the best way to complete any challenge is, and hopefully you know what you're doing. The fact that you were invited, invited here in the first place tells us that at least at some point someone considered you competent enough to show up. Uh, Grime doesn't talk. He, he just watches on as all this happens. Uh, Ethic, if you would please, uh, go over what they're expected to do today. Ethic, who you've already spoken with before, steps forward. <clears throat> yes, hello, uh, my name is Ethic Desaria, and I, like they said, I am the logistics specialist here. Um, if you play your cards right, you may be running escort to some of my ship and shipments in the future but for now uh my colleagues here there is a slight bite that you would only catch because you've met ethic before and kind of know her mannerisms but she seems upset about something my colleagues have just informed me of what the 
first step of this little contest is going to be. Before you all, we have a black box. Uh, inside will be uh, a number. Uh, you will each draw a number, and that will tell us what order you will compete. What you're competing in? Well, that's a good question. Um, here's what you're going to be doing. There is an object we want. The um, little uh, corrugated steel hatch that was there when you all first arrived starts to open behind her. And you see just fucking like hundreds and hundreds of feet of wide open space in front of you. It's like a concrete like stadium that opens up behind this door. Uh, and she will go at the far end of this room behind here. There's going to be a objective placed. You will all be sent in to get the objective and bring it back to this door. She motions to the door behind her. That is all that I was told to tell you. And the door starts to close. Um, how slowly does it close? Just their time. The same. Close. The same length of time it took to open in the first place. <laughs> uh, I'll look to the others. Should we go in there now. It it just starts closing. Um, it is huge in there. It is like larger than football stadium. Like it is it is a huge amount of space. You wouldn't even be able to get to the other side if you like sprinted. Um, and there's shit all over the walls that you didn't really get a good look at. Is it before it closed? But Asher looks like he 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 thinks this is part of the test, and he's about to make a, mm -hmm. a, a run beeline. for it but then he looks and, around and kind of like comes his senses a little bit and and kind Dine, of Dine puts his hand out. on astro's shoulder and kind of pulls him back <laughs> you I know, all I know draw we lots for your order in which you will participate we'll be running three um of these a day um you will be drawing for morning afternoon and evening slot uh, for each of the next three days. Um, on the final evening, uh, we will get back together and we will announce uh, where we go from here. Um, you will have time to make preparations. The first team, unfortunate, uh, will have to go and get their materials and mechs suit up now and prepare because we're going to be getting started in one hour. So I suggest you all pull your numbers in case you're team number one, you might want to get started. The, all the teams just start looking at each other like, uh, uh, uh. Um, and then as this happens, without like anyone saying anything, uh, smiles just walks. Like as soon as she stops talking, he just walks towards the box before the other teams like decide what to do. Um, I'll nudge Astro. Yeah. Astro will uh, take the hint and get up and right. walk towards the box as well. Uh, Smiles reaches down into the box and he grabs a ball. 
Um, he looks at the ball and as he holds it up, uh, you see that it has a number six on it. He nods, smiling, plastered on his face. He looks at Efik. Efik looks creeped out for a moment. And then he looks at you, Astro, who's coming right behind him. I will. Doesn't say we have to show the number, does it? No, it doesn't. I'll nod to him. Uh, he walks back to his team. And I'll reach in and, and pull out a number. All right. Do you look at what you pulled? I do. You got but I will keep it hidden. Okay, you got a number four. Okay. You will be the fourth team that goes. You will be the morning of tomorrow. Okay. I'll uh, walk back to the crew and I'll show them the number. Um, the rest of the teams slowly go and start to pull their lots, each of them grabbing a ball. You will notice that when the cane vagrants go to pull their ball... It is colored differently than the rest of the balls. It is red instead of black. Um, and as they pull the ball, um, you see Efik note that they pulled the red ball. And Efik just says to them as they pull it out, I was like, you might want to get going. And uh. you watch as um, <laughs> as as. Uh, but 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 a dally looks over at her two people like she gets their attention and she like makes some hand gestures and they just like file out of the arena. Oh, that's rough for them. Um. <laughs> uh. Oh, you know what? Before they file out, though, um. Ethic will say, actually, wait, uh, there is a one more thing that I think we neglected to tell you all that will be important for the uh, course of this test. Uh, they stop at the door, like hesitant, like waiting, like they're being chained back as they want to run as fast as they yeah. can. Um, and this time it is. Uh, what's her name? Um Uh, it is. Nosla? I think Nosla. I think you. I think you picked right. I don't know how you knew that's who I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Nosla talks, uh, but it is Nosla anchor? I don't know how you knew that was the right person. Um, it's not important. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she says, "Oh yes. Um, none of you are allowed to tell each other what happens in there after you've gone. If we oh. find out." That any if she actually says this in a very particular way, she says, if we find out that you shared any information about what happens beyond this door with any of your competitors, we will disqualify both your team and the team that got that information and you will get no points for this leg of contest. Okay, you're dismissed. And then fucking they fucking bolt. <laughs> you watch as the cane vagrants like bolt out the door after she's done talking. Could, could you say that again one more time, Bob? Yeah. The specific wording she or said, type it out or one of the two? Yeah, she said, if we find out that you shared any information about what happens beyond this door with any of the other competitors... We will disqualify both you and the other team 
for this leg of contest, and neither team will receive any points. So, alrighty, and, and I'll, I'll say this once we're like out of earshot or everything. Does that mean like if we find out without anyone's help that it's totally legal? Essentially, if we don't get caught, it's fine. If we do get caught, we're fucked. Yeah, I mean that's I I I guess I pull two nuggets of wisdom there. One is if we don't get caught, we're cool. And two, if we find out without asking at actually asking anyone, that's also cool, right? <laughs> Let's not push our luck. The, the information is on the card. What? Oh, card come on, no one lost. No, I'm over here laughing my ass off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, I don't get the reference. It's a Taskmaster well, reference. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, watch that. It's great. I haven't watched it yet. All the information's on the card. Always turn over the task. Always. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go um, explore around the area trying to find a way in to watch other people participate. Um, okay, uh, so you break off from your team here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll let them know where I'm going. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Just, just, uh, I, I'll just say to you, uh, ju just be careful. Um. Uh, as soon as you break off and head out of the auditorium, there's all of a sudden people around that there wasn't before. All over the place. They look kind of like guards. For the last few days, this section has been essentially abandoned. Now, all those areas that were at one point uh, gated, like not gated, not blocked off, just perfectly accessible. Any area that goes outside of what was printed on your brochure about the areas you're allowed into now has guards at it. Uh, Steve, had you explored some of the off-limits areas before the guards came? Uh, if I was able to, I would have, yeah. Well, it took you some time to explore C. Then I imagine you went down and checked out a little bit of B and A. Um, if you got done with the residential area, would you have moved on to D and offices <sighs> first, or would you have come back out to the auditorium first? Hmm, hard to know without knowing the setup in my mind, but... I will, I will say... That it makes sense either with that amount of time, you would have been able to explore the parts of the residential module that you weren't allowed in or the parts of the entertainment module that you weren't allowed in, but not both. I would say the entertainment. Okay. I think once I got the main residential streets down and the idea of them, like like you said, there were stairwells, I think, leading between them or something. Uh -huh. Like, once I got those main points down, I wouldn't have gone too much more in-depth and more broad search. So I would have gone out to the entertainment district, yeah. Okay. Um, 
So uh, as you were in the entertainment district, um, you would have been able to plot out. There's a lot of areas that you could just walk that weren't a problem to get to, which probably would have occupied a fair amount of time because there was a lot of branching pathways that weren't on your brochure. And you said you wanted to get a fairly complete map of what's available in the area. Yeah. Um, So you would have followed them to like see where the power was, see where the boiler room was, to see where like the HVAC stuff was, to see where uh, oxygen exchange from various modules were. Like you were able to get around behind a lot of things. Um, And yeah, I would say you have a pretty decent map of what this area was. Um, I will need a pilot check of some sort to determine whether or not you th- you think you found a path around to visualize the uh, what I will call the testing arena. It would have been um, one of the harder places to get to. Yeah, uh, I would say it's an investigate. Yeah, I'll accept investigate for this because there was right. no there was no guards previously. You could have just gotten around if you could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, no accuracy or difficulty. Uh, no, no, there weren't okay. any modifiers yet. All right, uh, that's a seventeen. Ooh, nice okay. roll. So you immediately know uh, as you step out of the auditorium area. Shit. The way you knew to get around behind this, you weren't able to find a way to look in previously. Them opening the door was your first look at what was inside there. But you did know the paths that went around the sides of it and got up above it. Um, You were imagining, oh, if I could just get into the walls in that area I scoped out before, I might be able to get a sight in. But now, you know, getting into those areas is going to be fraught, but you know what areas you would have to get to to do it now. You have an idea of where you could do some snooping, but the execution will still take something. Okay, okay, sounds good. Then I'll I'll tell that to the others. Um, I'm guessing then I'm not going to be heading out at this point. Uh, I'm going to stick around and let them know what I found. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, as you guys are talking, do you hang out in the auditorium for a little bit? Yeah, uh, for the time. As you do, you will note that uh, as you're getting, as you're spending some time here, you eventually see um, a spot of floor in front of the door the big corrugated steel door that opens uh, pulls aside. You just wait here long enough and you eventually watch this big slate of floor in this room pulls aside and a uh, basically a cargo elevator comes up through the floor carrying the three Shep seven mechs into this room. Okay. Um- Neat. Out, so, but in front of the door, right? Yeah, and then you watch okay, I'll, I'll as the this. corrugated door at the allotted time. You watch as um the the for this first one at least the five representatives uh like stand by the door and wait, um and they watch the corrugated door open, and the three contestants walk in, and then the corrugated door closes behind them. 
And then you watch the five council members turn and talk to each other. And then the one in the large uh, business E style attire, um, uh, uh, Ori, Opie, uh, yeah, Opie, Ori Hart, uh, he leads them somewhere behind guards. Like he he like you see him go in a direction that's one of the off limit sections and he takes the other five with him to go somewhere. After they go into the room. Do do we know who the other um the other Lancer group is that um or is it just ship seven? What do you mean? What are you asking? You know, I just realized this isn't a one v one. I know. It, it just finally clicked. I'm like, no, it's one. T- it's one team oh, per I see what competition. I assumed it was VV one v one. Never mind. Yeah, no, you're all being loaded into a room, being told to get something and get back out. Gotcha. No other instructions. When the door was opening, like Astro would try to see if there if there's anything he could see inside. Um. Does it just look like big empty space still? No, there is something at the far, 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 far end of the room. Okay. Um, big, big thing. Uh, it would have been, who man? Um, how how big is each hex in this game? Uh, size of a regular Mac. What? Uh. They're like nine feet, right? It's like nine feet hexes. Something like that, yeah. So whatever 32 times nine is, that's how many feet away from you it would have been. So it's far away, but it was yeah. approximately the size of a small map. Okay. Uh, besides that, did I see anything else of note? Obstacles? No, the, room, the room was empty and had a few oddly colored tiles on the ground. Interesting. Um, Astro is going to say, I think I, unless they try to kick me out, I think I'm going to stick around and see how long it takes before they come out. Right, sounds good. You see that some of the other teams have taken that same very idea. Uh, You see as Smile's team has like gone over to the bleachers that are like folded up into the wall and he had two of his members like pull them out so that he has a place to sit. And then the five of them like sit yeah. down, like just watching. Just they're just waiting. They're just waiting to see what happens when the corrugated door opens back up. Yeah. Um you watch as some teams just leave, by the way. Um, you see is that team that's all in tack gear, they just fucking turn around and leave as soon as yeah. like they're done talking. They got their number, they're leaving. Um you see as one of the teams is like having a heated discussion. Like they're like having a heated fucking discussion. That's fairly loud. Um, you can't quite hear it from where you are, but they're, they're having a disagreement of some sort. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think also uh, the team that is literally like a bunch of bruisers, have a team that has like the, the assault rifles strapped to their back. They're also all just leaning up against a wall, like waiting as well. Uh, you see one of their team slips away while they're doing this. 
Hey, how long does it take us to get here from where we have like our mechs and stuff? Not very long if Shep7 made it here, I think. No, pretty quick. It, uh, what it is, is in the entertainment module, below this room is where the hangars are. So uh, we could get there pretty quickly if we yeah, wanted to. Yeah, the mechs basically get loaded onto the elevator and then get lifted up into this room. Okay. Uh, after Astro says what he says, I'm gonna go, nah, boss, let's go get some drinks. Let's leave Dine here to do that. Um, I'll look at Dine and say, okay, uh, you okay with that? Dine's gonna say, sure. Uh, get some and then in a low voice, he's gonna say, someone go, uh, um, uh, you know what? Never mind. I mean, I'll I, take care of this. I mean, I got nothing. To, I got nothing to do. I'm here. No, you go. Go change shifts. Um, You're gonna we're gonna want to be an opportunity to drink. Come on, Evelyn. Yeah, all right. go yeah, ahead. All right, I'm coming. All right, so you left dying here. Where are the three of you going? Uh, um, I'm gonna. Like kind of lead us, uh, a, a, like around towards where we can get down to the hangar and our exosuits are. Uh, once there's no guards around, I'm gonna go. Okay, here's my idea. I we need someone to distract the guards while Astro slips through in his inviso suit. I mean, I literally have a skill called distraction with gadgets. I think I'm the person for it. Great. You're the first distraction. <laughs> They're going to be expecting this. I'm going to let myself get caught as the second distraction. And while they're reprimanding us or taking us away or whatever, that's when Astro slips in. Okay. All right. Um, I like it. I, I throw like a bottle of bourbon that because I'm assuming we're getting close to or near the mechs at Evelyn. Go make sure you look like you're thoroughly thrashed. I mean... With gadgets, I don't need booze, but I'll take the free booze. Thank you. I'll just pocket it. Gotta be convincing. I was just going to go grab like an old um, tech project I had. Like maybe like a early, early, early prototype of the grappling gun and then have it accidentally misfire. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want. You distract. I Like I'm going to tell... Uh, Astro the corridor that he needs to go down and where he should roughly be able to get into like okay. watching you know and, uh, we, and then I'll say that corridor where the guards are, were at that I saw is where we'll go we access it from the hangar I, it's like right outside the hangar I think and around or a corner or something wait, so wait, how, is, is that right Bob it is um, kind of like up a floor from yeah, the hangar but, but yes yeah. essentially Okay. You can get up through there. I, I like I like I like the idea. I'm 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 on board. So wait, we caused we caused the distraction here or where are we No, we're we're going to where the guards are. Okay. You're going to cause a distraction. Mm -hmm. I'm going to then attempt to get by slash get caught as I expect they are waiting for this. Okay. And then when I also get caught, I don't think they'll expect the third invisible guy to go through. There's two other invisible guys. The third guy who's invisible. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm that's just, me. That's, that's <laughs> Xander, the invisible man. Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, yeah, let me just see what I can scrounge up. 
Um, okay, yeah. Um, Bob, I'm gonna gr- I'm gonna grab a early prototype of the grappling gun and just set it off the. I don't know, make some noise because of distraction, the kind of thing. Like shoot a camera or something. I'll say to I'll say to you, don't destroy any property. Just cause a distraction, but we don't want to turn ourselves into a liability either. That's true. Okay, I will not take out the camera. I'll just have a misfire and go off and make noise. So And actually actually just in case, I'm gonna leave my actual grappling hook behind in case they conf- they decide to confiscate some stuff for me. So yeah. Do you have a reason to be firing your your gun in this corridor with guards in it? My only problem uh, with this distraction. She wanted to be Batman, okay? <laughs> I mean, safety it, it's a, it's a prototype, the safety's um I tried to give you a reason. You you didn't want to drink, so Yeah, I I think I like the you're drunk. The only reason why I'm leaning toward the, the, the gadget thing is because I have a skill trigger for it. Why must you limit yourself to one? Yeah. One skill trigger? You're, you're, you're a uh, mechanic who had a little bit too much to drink. And now you want to show off all your fancy tech. Fair enough. Alright, well, I can make this work. Um... Uh, yeah, and Evelyn will take, just take a big swig from the bottle, which she pocketed, which probably does nothing for her, I mean, given her intake, but you still. Don't, you don't have to actually be drunk. Well, I mean, you gotta put a little bit on your breath. I mean, it, it's, it's, I figure Astro you of all people, knows about putting on a performance. Ah, a method actor. I like it. Don't ever call me a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'll just get into position. All right. Uh, that means Evelyn's first, then, right? So, I, yeah, and, and I mean, I I would assume before all this, though, I, I do need to go back, get my exosuit on and everything. Which is yeah, a yeah, thing you can do. It's not a problem. Yeah, that's yeah. not, that's not, that's not the problem. I thought it was at the hangar, which is why it took us there. Oh, oh, you, no! You're right. I did say that. I I left it by the hangar by my Mac. Yeah, you're you're right. So never mind. Uh, details. So I would have, uh, yeah, I would have put it on there, and got suited up. All right, Evelyn, your distraction one then, right? Yeah, I guess I'll just guess I'll just approach the guards, I guess, and I'll say like, hey, got a question for you guys. I'm, you know. I'm running a side business, you know. I figure, like, even if this doesn't pan out, I I, I got these t- this, this tech. I figure, like, you guys could benefit from. And see, I got this thing called a grappling gun. You know, you know, like Batman. And watch when you pull this when you pull this trigger, it shoots off a grappling hook like this. And then I literally just do that and shoot it at a wall, I guess. Like I'm just holding it out in front of me, but my finger slips slips the trigger to have it go off. Okay. I can see you where this could go good. I can see where this could go good or bad. So go ahead and roll your distraction <laughs> with gadgets. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm picking this up on the fly. Um, Evelyn is not actually an actor, so you know. Uh, 
you know, like that Batman movie that was made by that Astro Jammin guy. It wasn't that great, but <laughs> hey, it had great gadgets. Well, I rolled a 16. A 16. As you do this, you accidentally hit the button and you watch as this like spool of grapple uh, like unleashes and goes right over the shoulder of one of the guards and like clock like it latches on to like a weird little wall uh, doohickey, like a little wall panel. And it kind of gets wedged a little bit and they're like, OK, g- get your gadget out of here. We <sighs> come oh, on. You need to. Look, like, I'm, I'm not that tall. I'm going to need some help here. you got to give me a boost. They're, they're, can't, can't they're, read it. Can't reach the hook. Like, the one of them tries to pull on it, but it's like wedged <laughs> in the wall. He's like, come on. What? Come. He, come so on, he's like papers, stuck. Right? He's like stuck with it as well. Um, All right. I'll try to get by here then. Yeah, absolutely. Astro, probably, but. Uh, what are you rolling? Um, Get somewhere quickly. Somewhere quickly without complications but not necessarily stealth, but you don't care about getting caught. Um, if I get through, I get through. I assume Astro will as well at that point. But if I don't and I get caught, then that's part of my original plan in the first place. Yes. So okay. are we are we going at the same time? Or that's up I... to you. You need to decide when you go. I, I don't know that, you know, <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll, once you head, I'll, I'll, I'll also go, but I'll keep, like a bit of a distance behind you um so i'll let you if you're if you're going to be loud or distracting or or whatever if you're if you end up causing attention i'll let it be focused on you and i'll just wait for the opportunity to slip by uh sounds good uh go ahead and get me get some more quickly kestrel Ooh. Ooh, no good okay so Luckily, uh, when you're doing like one of these skill challenges, you only roll to five. Um, But when you're doing a challenge with several stages on an extended challenge, uh, what matters is the proportion of successes to failures. So right now you're one one, which means it'll all rest on Astro. Um, Steve, uh, you do uh, try to take this distraction to get by here and these people frustrated with Evelyn as they are, are not going to miss a person getting past here. Uh, in fact, one of them breaks off to continue guarding as the other one's fucking with the device. Um, and like turns back as you're uh, just about to slip past. He's like, Oh, ho, ho, where the fuck do you think you're going? <laughs> oh, I, Oh, okay. Look, man, I knew this was going to look bad. I was taking a stroll down here yesterday when there was no one here and I left my watch. I think pretty sure I dropped it down that way. Um, and I didn't think any of you would, would believe me that I wasn't trying to get into the auditorium, but I really wanted to get that back. I yeah. was using yeah. this opportunity to slip by. Uh, as as you go to slip by Astro, you hear the guard say, yeah, well, I guess it's time for you to get a new watch. Now, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, what a clever guy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> are you actually saying this as you walk by Astro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Astro can't help it. He he uncloaks. He, he's like, he claps. He's like, oh, the wit on this guy. <laughs> I <Nice>. love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right astro oh. you get to act unseen or unheard and that you get accuracy um because a distraction was created for you do i also get something because i'm invisible 
I think the ability to walk by two people who should be able to see you is what the invisibility yeah, gives you. Yeah. Like, like if you, would, like, I wouldn't even enough. let this you make. The, I, I wouldn't let you make yeah. the roll if you weren't invisible. Yeah, I I get that totally. All right, oh six. Uh, let's see. Can I push this? You can push it and make it dangerous. Uh, I think what happens here to complicate it is that uh, one of the guards um, like shifts in such a way as he's making his oh so clever comeback. That means there's not enough space for you to get through there, right. Astro. Like literally you can be invisible, but you still have a body. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like you can push it and, and be dangerous about it, but there's a chance you're going to hit someone walking past. Fuck it, I'm pushing her. I'm doing her. 13. 13 means success with complications. Yep. So you get past. You do have to, like, wedge past the guy um, who is helping Evelyn with her device. Um, and an invisible guy bumps him. Uh, as you do, he's like, what the, f what was that? He, like, looks around and he, like, just as part of his training as a guard, he like sweeps out with his hand and you can tell for a second his um, his wrist hits your arm as he's like just sweeping out with his hand. But you get away faster than he is able to like really make sense of that. But you can tell he's shaken. He like turns to his friend is like uh, something something's going on. Call back up. And as you escape down the corridor, Astro an alarm is being raised somewhere. I'll just raise my arms and go, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, hold up. I, I wasn't meaning to start this. All right, all right, listen. If I see you here in three minutes, I'm I'm calling them to disqualify you. You leave now. All right, you're... All right, fine. Now. Fine. Um, can you want me to help the grappling no. hook thing? All right. <laughs> Am I actually going to uh, get some help with this? As soon as you're leaving, uh, you see the other guard who is still trying to help you with it. Um, he yanks so hard, it rips the panel out of the wall, and you see the wall start sparking. He's like, oh, great. See what you did? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, the work's all right. Uh, how about I just uh, get out of your hair, all right? Uh, he like nods at you doing the eyes that are so open. You can see the whites all around his eyes. Like you better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, I just cheese it. Um, as soon as the two of you are leaving, you can just barely catch, uh, as you're leaving. He like turns to his partner and tries to describe what happened. And his partner's like, yeah, listen, some of these are like crazy spec op mercs. They could try anything. I say we get a few search teams and we send them in there behind us and we'll get one more guard on this door. So there'll be three of us here and we'll send like two groups back there to search around. And the other guy's like, OK, OK, I'll get someone on the comms. Do I hear this? I'm guessing or? Astro picking that up or Astro was gone. Astro, Astro had to get away. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I, do I hear this on the way out or but is he it does too late? Know you you two hear this. Okay. You, you two hear this. Uh, okay. Steve and Evelyn hear this as you're leaving the corridor. I guess we'll send a quiet, uh, send Astro a message saying that they're, they're definitely aware. All right, Astro, are you wearing your weird info goggles? Yeah. 
I think you get that message. Um, you know that something's happening. They're going to be searching for you back there. And while you know the general place you need to go to maybe get a view of something, you're not quite sure exactly how to get a view in there. So what does Astro do here? Uh, I think maybe the first thing he wants... So, okay, so yeah, um, let me think. So Steve gave gave him sort of the general directions he would need to go, right? Um, and what's what's this going to be like? I, I, I can just get a vantage point of the big inside. Yeah, area. to see if you can get an idea at all what's happening in this black box. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I'll start heading that way, but... Um, Actually, you know what I'm going to do maybe instead right now is now that I know they're going to be searching, I think I'm going to look for a place to hide and wait for things to cool down a bit. Okay. Um, so if I can like, you know, and I'll keep the invisibility on, if I can find like a vent or something to shimmy into or, I don't know, a cardboard box, <laughs> a locker. Okay, Pliskin. um i always liked in metal gear solid where you can sometimes hide under a table and like they just guards can't see you under a table for some reason (laughs) could just be like a normal table (laughs) if it's if it's a big enough crate they can watch you crawl under that crate they still won't investigate right Um, so he's gonna, he's gonna, um, he's gonna think, okay, maybe I won't head to that place because that's probably where they're expecting me to go. Uh, you know, they, they realize that someone might be trying to sneak past to see what's going on. So he's going to, uh, look for a place, a corner or something to hide in, um, and wait for things to cool down a bit. All right. Astro, I'm going to need... A skill check to not get found. Uh, so I'll, can I just use uh, Act Unseen and Unheard again? You can. And I'll let you keep advantage on this because now being invisible really helps you not get found. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, I like that. 18. An 18, that's good. Um, You hear a lot of movement. Um, You hear a team of boots run by you uh you hear them opening doors looking in small offices um you even hear like one of them go what about over there nah nah no one could fit in there uh as they go past um (laughs) you then hear another set of boots come by also looking for you um you hear some things get moved around you hear some scraping noises but eventually those fade as well but this does take some time in that time, dying. You mm-hmm. are outside. You're at the corrugated door. What are you doing while you're waiting? So as I'm waiting, I'm just going to um, basically act nonchalant and just try and listen in while not moving and see what the other groups are saying, if they're saying anything. Otherwise, I'm just going to wait and see how long it takes for the other group. Okay, well, there's definitely some things you can hear here. But why don't you go ahead and give me uh, what you think a good check for overhearing probably people. spot. 
Okay. Yeah. As, since I'm difficult to make yeah. out. Yeah. They're not trying to be overheard. Yeah. Twelve. Okay. Um, there is a team that is here right now that is arguing with each other. And you overhear them. And one of them is saying, yeah, but we're next. Shouldn't we like go prep or do something? It's like, no, listen, like, what are we going to know then that we don't know now already? I say we stay here. We see what comes out of this door. And if there's anything that makes sense there, then we'll at least have a little bit of knowledge going in. But... But we don't even know, like now we know we're in a room. I could I like in this time I could go strip off my EVA module and equip like more missiles or something. It's like, yeah, OK, listen, you're right. You could do that. But like, who's to say what will be in there? What if they what if they flood the whole thing? What if they come out and they're dripping wet? Then you'll want that EVA module, right? It's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what they're arguing about. Um, it appears that the team you're overhearing drew the number two. So they're arguing about what to do with the limited amount of time they have in between this team going and their turn to go. Okay. Um, um, the other teams are largely silent, but you do hear some interesting things come from beyond the shutter. Um, specifically, a large explosion happens and everyone in the room you're currently in all does like the meerkat thing where everyone like sits up straight and like looks towards the door. Like, what was that? <laughs> I love it. Uh, except smiles who has just been staring at the door the whole time with the same smile. Of course. I'm just going to like, not react at all i i won't i'll be like smiles except no smiling just kind of against the wall uh arms crossed watching and listening uh evelyn and steve where do you go after creating that distraction i probably grab some booze and head back to the hangar with evelyn Waiting with Dine. I, I don't have anything beyond this. Yeah, honestly, I'm just waiting to hear back from Astro, so I'm going back to the hangar. Okay, so the two of you will spend some time down there. Um, Some time elapses. Astro, how soon do you think you're safe to make some forays in to see what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a good... Um, uh, let me just think, uh, relatively speaking. So they said there's three slots a day, right? Yes, that's right. Um, so how how much time does that give, like, one uh, team? I mean, technically, maybe eight hours, but you don't know how fast it takes anyone to finish this because you never watch someone go in and come back True. out yet. Yeah, that's why Dine's there, right? Um, I'll, I'll wait. Uh, but, so I'll... Assuming I found a like a little place to hide or camp out, uh, I'll wait. Let's say thirty minutes after the last time I heard a guard. Mm -hmm. Um, and once if I haven't heard anything for like thirty minutes, I'll start moving forward. Okay. And Astro, uh, as you make your way out of this hiding spot, you realize okay, there are some places that I can maybe get a vantage point here. 
But doing so, I will have to fuck with some things in this hallway that'll be really obvious if anyone sees me doing it, even invisible as they're walking by. Like, you need to pick your spot where you think you have the most amount of time where no one's going to be walking through this hallway so that you can, like... Start basically disassembling a wall unit so that you could pull it aside, get behind it, and maybe pull it back in front of you so people don't realize it's out of place. Okay. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'll so <laughs> I'll pick a hallway. Um, it is there a um, like I'll pick the hallway that has the least line of sight like if there's like a like sort of a short hallway with like corners or something uh-huh. um you know that's that's what i'll pick you know instead of something that very long where like you know someone can see me from way off uh-huh. know, does that make sense yeah totally yeah all right what's your role um this is just going to be a normal ass pilot check. You don't have any yeah. any advantages or disadvantages on this. This is about timing and efficiency in doing this. Uh, basically, I'm just like ripping apart a wall panel to get into it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just as an ar- as, as an argument point, I would argue investigate because he may be trying to figure out the guards patterns. Yeah, to figure out the best if you're trying, if you're trying to pick the right spot, I could I could hear and investigate for that. Yeah, that makes sense. The, uh, the investigate, I'll see like if something like figure out the guards' patterns if the, something's well trafficked, um, and then pick the spot and try to get in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here we go. I'll roll investigate. Twenty one. Woo. Astro. You don't just do this. You do this in time, which is important because what you don't yet realize is it's actually not going to take that long for the teams to complete this mission. And you've already spent a fair amount of time in hiding and getting back here. You're able to get behind the panel, load in, get the panel back behind you and get through this crawl space in such a way where you're able to find a spot that you can just barely see out of. As you do, you see, unfortunately, what seems to be the end of Shep Seven's um, attempt at this mission. Um, From the vantage point you have, um, you can see that in the far distance from where you are, Shep Seven seems to be making it back to the shutter. Um, You can just barely make out some scorch marks on the ground and an odd thing, which is that there's a shutter in front of you. You don't understand why, like, it's almost like you're not looking into the big room they're in. You're looking into a box that's looking into the big room they're in. Does that make sense? Like you're looking into a smaller box and that box has a big opening on it that also looks into the big room. Does that make sense? Yeah. As you're watching, you watch as a large flying drone flies back up as it wedges itself into the box you're looking out of. And the door in front of it closes, effectively 
blocking your vision of both the room and what's beyond it. But there seems to be some sort of weird drone thing in the in the little box in front of you that used to be out in that room. Yeah. Um, Do I? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, ask ask me questions can, about it. Do I think I can access that drone from where I am? It'd be risky. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> this is a uh, drone that's big enough to cause mechs harm. Okay. If it wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. Okay. Uh, it looks... Does it look deactivated it, now? It backed in, right? It, it had no chance of seeing you. It, like, flew up and then backed into the box like it was getting back gotcha. into its hangar. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It seems you. that the area you got into looks into the deployment area for some of the things that go into that room. And this drone, is this what, like what I would call like a half-sized mech or something? This is um, a, this is like, I would say this is uh, size one, if only because it's it's actual bulk bulk. It's like... If you compared it to your mech, for example, it'd be almost the same size as your mech. But what if that size was filled in with more solid metal? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have little tiny legs and arms sticking out from the sides. It's like all that space you would normally occupy is like full metal. Technically, with its thrusters and wings, this is a size one drone. Gotcha. Um. And before it got in and blocked my view, uh, did I get a glance at the Shep 7 team and like what state they were in and if yeah. they were carrying the object? They had something traveling alongside of them. Okay. It didn't look like they were carrying anything. It looks like they walked to the exit with something next to them that was also walking. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, can I send a message back to my team? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just, you know, describe what I found. Um, uh, there's some drone, uh, that came out and it's going back inside now. Uh, I think I'm going to stay in here and wait for the next Makes sense. I mean, you're going to be doing a lot of waiting, but yeah, this is a good opportunity. I better this is a get good opportunity. Yeah. All right. So Astro, you're going to stick around. Uh, yep. Dine out in the hallway in the uh, in the auditorium hall. You watch as the corrugated steel door starts to rise and scratched covered with uh, scorch marks and uh, what looks to be scratch marks in the shape of a claw across one of the mechs, a very haggard looking Shep seven steps out of the combat arena. Fantastic. They kind of all like, barely struggle forward um they they do look like they um they all are leaving under their own power 
I will say like none of them looks like they were close to, to falling apart or anything like that, but they do look like they got roughed up in a real way. Um, they step okay. out. Uh, you watch the floor open up. They all step on the elevator and it descends, taking them back down into the hangar below. And about how long did that take? Uh, that took, you know, maybe about half hour. Okay. And with that information, I'm just going to quietly leave. Uh, I will say that as the shutter was open, you can just barely see in the distance. Um, there is a huge scorch mark in the ground. Um, and you can see there are some empty holes in the walls that you didn't see before. Like there are holes in the walls that just look empty. Okay. Um, I'm going to take note of that and plan to come back or maybe have someone else come back and repeat the process for the group that's supposed to be there in the afternoon, because I assume that's going to be a couple of hours from now, right? Yeah, it's going to be at least a few hours. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, yeah, that that's my plan at the moment. Or maybe um, swap guard, uh, guarding or um, guard detail with Curry because he may be need to be he may need to be the overnight watch. Mm, kind of want him yeah, to yeah, yeah. be awake for that. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, one of you is going to go on guard duty. I assume you probably dine right with yeah. the with the max. Um, what do the three of you want to do while you wait around? Because Astro is uh, stuck in a vent somewhere. As so Astro has told us about the um, the drone and stuff, right? Uh, yes, yes, I have. Okay. I don't know. I guess maybe just start throwing some theories around to see if we can get close to what Astro sees next time. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the drone is like some sort of guardian we got to watch out for. I, I don't see the reason to do anything else myself until we have more information, so I'll let you let Astro do his thing while I just go rest until it's our turn. Yeah, you're boring, Steve. The, the two of you who were hanging out in the hangar, by the way, watch as the large cargo elevator that carried Shep 7 up brings them back down. And largely what Dine saw, you also see from a bit of a distance, not as quite a front row seat, but you watch as a charred, scratched and scarred uh, Shep 7 kind of hobble back to their uh, private hangar in this large complex. All right. All right, are we just skipping ahead to see what Astro sees next? I think so. I guess. Well, okay. the next team up is Prismalo. Um, as they get their uh, very chrome and shiny, uh, and by chrome, I mean chromatic color. Uh, like, imagine blue chrome and red, like the incredibly shiny mirror finish mechs on the platform. Right. Um, they load up uh, the watch as uh, their uh, Dine would see this since he's on duty watching the max. You watch as them. Uh, they raise up out of the hangar to above. Is anyone positioned in the 
um, auditorium to watch people go in. As I left, I would have said, I'm going to go replace Curry. Uh, someone come back and watch the events for the afternoon session. I can go. So that'll be up between you two. I, I'm invested in figuring this out. So, um, yeah, I, I'll go up and take Dine's position from before. Sounds good. All right, great. Um, so, <clears throat> Evelyn, you watch as this this shiny and chrome people uh, line up. There's four of them. Uh, and you watch this corrugated steel door open up in front of them. They step in. You can see beyond them, there's still some charring and some damage on the walls, but everything looks like kind of a big concrete box in there. There's no openings, there's no holes, nothing. Um, and the corrugated door slowly closes behind them. Astro. Yeah. You're hiding in a little tiny exhaust port located behind where this drone launches from. say exhaust port and that worries me a little <laughs> i that was the intended effect astro you realize now as you're waiting as you hear the activity start outside and you've gotten the message from your teammates that a new team has gone in and you start to watch this drone power up you go oh there's a reason why the thing i'm in exists <laughs> um and that reason worries you. You can choose to tough it out to gather more information, but staying here is going to be dangerous. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, like, is do I expect there to be like, you know, gas coming in or like fire? You know, <laughs> could could be a little of both. Could be a little of both. Uh. Okay. Um, so I guess the alternative is to try to get out. Um, I am. Um, I don't have like a gas mask or environment suit on me. Um, how long do you intend on staying and how dangerous are you willing to let it get before you escape? I will, I will, uh, I will wait to see if uh, the mech leaves. Um, if if it feels like I can't breathe or something, I'm getting out of there. Okay, but I'm going to try to tough it out a little. You wait a little bit, and you hear in the distance the sound of the corrugated door closing. You know what that sounds like from this distance. Now you're pretty sure a new team is loaded in. You hear something, which is interesting. You, you didn't hear anything from the outside before. No one did. But uh, in the uh, empty arena, it seems like there is some sort of sound being piped in. By the time it gets to where you are, Astro, it's a little distorted. But you think you can just barely make out some rules being set over some sort of loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear, um, basically something about extracting, uh, don't let the object be destroyed or you fail instantly. Um, we're judging how you do. Um, you get very generalities. You don't, you hear that there are some specifics being said, 
but you're not sure exactly what they entail. Right. Okay. But you do notice the drone doesn't start immediately when the team starts their action. You hear the end of the instructions being given, and then the mechs launch into action. Takes a little bit of time, and then you hear a giant explosion. Um, then you hear a bunch of noises. Like, they almost sound like other small shutters opening. Just here and there, just like things opening in the wall. But not the one in front of you. <laughs> then you start to hear what sounds like a firefight happening out there. This happens, and, you know, over a course of a minute or so, you hear rounds exchanged, you hear um, explosions, you even hear um, something sounding like it's crashing out of the sky. You hear, like, something plummet. Um, And through the barest amount you can see uh, out the, like, the hatch in front of the thing you're looking out of, uh, you see smoke um, rising up through the shutter that is the drone is in. Yeah. Then the shutter in front of your drone opens and it starts to power on. As soon as it does, exhaust and heat start to fill the chamber you're in. What do you do? I think I think I'm going to get out of there. Okay. Um I will need a pilot check to see if you escape unscathed. Okay. Uh, because you were in the right place at the right time, I was able to give you the information without making you roll for it, but yeah. you're still in a dangerous place, so I need you to sure roll for am. that. Sure am. Uh, take control? Eh, take control of it. Yeah, this doesn't work. Um, Tactics. Hold of something. I think I just gotta roll straight up. Sounds like a pilot check, and this is dangerous. Yep. Alright, so D20, here we go. Ten. Woo-hoo. That's exactly what you needed to succeed. Right. But, but the heat starts to fill the vent. The smoke starts to fill the vent. You don't have anything that helps you deal with those. And you start coughing. Um, you start burning yourself slightly on the metal ductwork that you're climbing up through. You are barely able to smash off the panel that you were able to delicately remove from the other yeah. side and move aside. You have to basically, with all your force, kick it out so that you can escape before the fumes get you. Um, you are able to roll out onto the ground a little bit singed and smoking yourself this is what happens as you're as the dangerous downside here you lose two health two pilot hp damage and your stealth hard suit starts to malfunction you've lost the stealth function your hard suit has become damaged oh boy good your your invisible suit is now covered in soot and is flickering. So sometimes yeah. it looks like you're literally a man walking around who's just a soot mummy. And sometimes you look like you covered in soot. And that keeps flickering back and forth. It's not like the, the invisibility is gone. It's right. almost worse because it's very easy to tell something's wrong with you. Yeah, I'll just turn it off. So now you just look like a guy in a suit that's covered in soot. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Great. Okay. I think I'll put the panel back on best I okay. can. Uh, it will be evident that it has been tampered with now. There's no avoiding that. Okay. That's fine. I'll just put it back on. Uh, if, if there's any way I could sort of, you know, dust it up a little bit, make it look a little less obvious, I'll try to do that. But otherwise, I'll just leave it. Um, and um, I will start trying to sneak out of there. Um, but um, uh, I think I'm going to try to take a different route to get out of here. All right. Um, what are you trying? Well, um, I don't really know the layout, I guess. Um, that would be but, a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know generally the direction that I came from. Um, so, like, can I head down, like, like one story or something? Like, are there steps anywhere? No. No steps? No, no not from this back area that kind of, like, horseshoes around where you were looking gotcha. in. Um... Well, maybe I'll just start heading back the way I came then. Um, but once I come to the point where we distracted the guards, I'm going to, um, uh, not when I get to that point, but when I know I'm getting close, I'm going to start uh, taking taking some time to like pause and like see if I hear anything ahead of me, you know? Okay. Um, and approach carefully. Uh, as you approach, you are able to catch sight of them before they catch sight of you. There are three guards now at the exit you came in, standing abreast in such a way that, like, you would need to be a mouse to sneak past unnoticed. Yeah. All right. Um, can I send a text message to um, Steve saying, uh, do you know another exit out of here? My invisibility suit is no longer working. Uh, do I? Like, am I able to tell him another way out that I know of? Let's make a roll to see how uh, in-depth your knowledge of the area is. Because you might okay. be able to walk him. You might have information for him here. Uh, read a situation doesn't help stay cool. It's really more of a precision task, isn't it? Yes, I would say you could maybe use um, investigate to study the details that you've already learned. Okay. Um, like you could look at the stuff you already have. And even though you don't know exactly how to get him from one place to another, you could scrutinize the information you have and see if you can give any suggestions. Okay, I'll do that. All right, this will be a flat pilot check. Ten. A ten. Um, Steve, yes. Uh, you know that there is a way that maybe he could loop around to a less secure area, um, but it would evolve going somewhere that while, um, what's the word, while being out of bounds is like less suspicious um, because technically you guys aren't allowed to be at the racket courts for some reason. They weren't on the map of the places <laughs> you were allowed to be. But you think you know a way he could get from where he is to the racket courts without going through those guards. I'll take All right. It. Well, there we go. I'll tell you that. I'll take it. Yeah. 
Why the racket courts? They just weren't on the map that you're allowed to be in. Everywhere that's not allowed is disallowed. The board members find racket courts very important. They don't want some stinky Lancer pilots messing it up. No, they're they're pickleball purists, and they don't <laughs> think they think that place is sacrilegious. No one's well, even I mean, allowed in. I mean, uh, the um, the Falf uh, area is off is off limits now too. Oh, so yeah. interesting. Um, interesting. All right, so I'll start heading towards the racquetball courts. All right, uh, you are able to go there based on the information Kestrel sends you. Uh, you are able to kind of get by, uh, but it feels like very odd to be here. It is so obvious how out of place you are. Yeah. Um, with your with your hard suit despite being a stealth hard suit this is still like mili- like military op gear you know what i yeah. mean like it is still protective and like not something you would expect someone to wear in some way you're walking past these racket courts that have image like painting like not paintings but um you know advertisements on the wall for like uh athletic brands of clothing where you see someone like you know in a in a polo shirt right and it's like advertising that shirt manufacturer right and right. It, he's like has a little sun visor on and he's like smiling with his racket uh like you know in a weird obviously posed way you know like it is it is like this place has not been used like this in a long time if ever um specifically the entertainment module that is uh in its unfinished state you see these kind of happy-go-lucky ads uh, alongside unfinished segments of station um astro this is where you run into a bit of luck the racket courts aren't finished there are unfinished bits of station here you think you could make your way back to the tram station from the racket courts without going through security but it will require you to exit the station and go along the outside is your hard suit um (laughs) airtight uh let me read the description of a stealth hard suit i think all hard suits are but i'm not positive as long as they haven't been breached, I think a hard suit is automatically space able. I would have to imagine it would be, right? I would think so, yeah. But my concern is his suit is already damaged because of it the isn't that damaged. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hard suits are full body suit designed to provide essential protection and features protection from uh, hard va- protection from hard vac. Part of a hard suit is protection from hard vacuum. So okay. yes, if you are, if you trust your suit damaged as it is, it's still being fully sealed. You could attempt to go out through the unfinished segments, find the airlock in the. Um, in the like workers segment of the station and go along the outside to where the tram station is. Okay. Uh, Astro's going to take that gamble. He thinks the malfunction is more electrical and less physical. Um, so he's gonna, he's gonna put his faith in that. All right. Um, 
Astro, you make your way down through the broken innards of Entertainment Module 81. Um, As you get down to what appear to be worker walkways, uh, you can see areas that were never meant to be seen, you know, like just literally like walkways that if you take the wrong step, you fall into fucking nothing. Right. Like um, like areas that are just so wide and open inside the module that it's like you're meant to be down here if you have like a vest on that you have clipped to the railing you know in case you fall you know and you don't have that um you make your way across these walkways and eventually get to an airlock that would lead outside the station um just curious is are there any eva suits at this airlock no okay good question though yeah because if there was maybe i would change into that um the airlock is a coded airlock uh it seems to want some sort of uh employee id to open hmm. all right well uh let's let's get out the old subjectivity enhancement suite uh and jack in and see if we can hack it open okay uh you are able to easily get into the system You realize fairly quickly, though, that opening the door isn't going to be a problem for you. The problem is that this door keeps a record of any time it was opened. You hazard a guess that it should not be being opened right now. (laughs) Um, And this might send alarm flags to someone. So the role is not just to open it. The role is to open it and delete the record of you having done this. Yeah, got it. All right, makes sense. Let's roll hacker fix. Uh, 11. Just, you just get it. Um, You get in, you're like, okay, cycle the airlock. Okay, and there's the ID to sign me. There's the time it happened. Okay, now I'm going to go in. And then, you know, you have to almost like finish deleting it as you jump into the airlock as it's cycling and like detach yourself so that it finishes its cycling without canceling doing it while still deleting the record of it and you pull it off perfectly you slide in you get your subjectivity enhancement um implant like back in its dock basically the door closes behind you and the air rushes out of the room yeah and i the other thing you have to imagine is like the subject Activity enhancement suite is a cybernetic implant in his wrist so he has to like have his glove of a hard suit off and then quickly put it back in screw the glove back on as like the air is being yeah as the out. air is being sucked yeah. out of the room uh yeah and you're just able to do it the air cycles out and the exterior door opens all right you are now floating <laughs> <laughs> there there is no there is no gravity uh yeah. gravity stuff out here um there are some railings that you can follow it'll take you some time but you'll be able to work your way back up to the um the uh tram station from here okay i will i yeah i'll take the handholds and start working my way back there so despite the challenges astro you were able to get some information and get away scot clean not a not a single demerit in sight that was probably one of my more stressful 
<laughs> escapade, so. <laughs> All right. There are no further Ooh. obstacles I'm going to make you deal with on this path, Astro. You can load into one of the trams. Uh, you can get it going to its destination. There's no one here to see how silly you look. <laughs> um, right. But you do have to kind of head back to the DBC because, like, going back through the main thoroughfare is just going to raise alarms. So right. you basically have to head back to the DBC to get a change of clothes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is Curry there? <laughs> Or Curry's he, there. Uh, yeah, Curry's yeah. there in the uh no, Curry's Curry's back sleeping at the Jessica. residential Jessica module. Would be there. Yeah. I think it's Jessica's there. Oh no, the DBC. At the DBC. Yeah. yeah. I thought the hangar for some reason. Yeah. I, I did the same yeah, it would thing. would just be Jessica. I did the same thing in my head. Yeah. Um yeah, no, you get back to the ship. The only one who's on bird right now that you're aware of is Jessica. Okay. Um once I get back to the ship, uh, I'll open uh, like an encrypted channel to, to uh, like I'll make a call to, um, let's say Steve. Uh, make sure it's like encrypted and everything, so like it can't be eavesdropped on. Okay. Um, and I'll say I'll say all right, Steve. Boy, that was uh, that was that was rough. I didn't think I was getting out of there. Um. But I have some information. I'm not sure if it was worth the risk, but at least we'll have a little idea of what we're dealing with. Um, uh, I'll kind of explain, you know, like uh, uh, I, you know, I think there are like uh, drones that come out of these these vents or whatever. Um, uh, I wonder if we can preemptively attack them once we go in um since we kind of know what to expect uh uh it's a big explosion in there um uh you know um i heard that you know if the object gets destroyed you fail which makes sense to me um when the cane vagrants were leaving uh whatever the object was was sort of going alongside them so maybe it's a uh, uh a drone or a mech itself that they were escorting uh, that's interesting you're okay though uh, you said it was dangerous i didn't expect yeah the, that. it turns out the plate my uh the my uh little box seat that i was watching this all from turned out to be an exhaust vent for one of the drones uh so once it started up i had to get out of there real quick um and that's why my invisibility suit failed um and uh to make it back here i had to take a little spacewalk out in hard vacuum so you know and also hack through a door make sure there's no record of me using it but you know it all went it all went well, all things considered. All right, well, get back here, I guess, so that we can rest up, huh? Yep. I'm going to need it. Uh, also, I'll need to see if I can repair my hard suit. Do we do we have backup hard suits or is it like our If only if ones? you have if you have a long rest, basically um the hard suit is repaired during that time 
Gotcha. A full repair. Yeah, anytime you take a full repair, you can fully repair your heart suits as well. All right. Yeah, I'll just sort of pack up the suit. Um, can I pack it up and take it with me? Yeah, yeah, totally. Wear normal clothes. All right. It's not, as, it's not as it's not as um, elegant as like a suitcase, but it is like a yeah. large, large, like equipment case you can carry that has all the pieces in it. Yeah, lug around with me and then I'll then I'll take it back. All right. Sounds good. Um, where are you heading, Astro, to the uh, to the residence to like get some sleep for the night? Or are you going to the hangar to meet up and do stuff like what where where are all of you right now actually Astro is going to head back to the residence and he's going to get some rest after that ordeal probably well deserved um uh, i'm still at the auditorium waiting for the um chrome crew to emerge uh they do evelyn so we'll we'll tidy that up now they emerge oh they don't look nearly as pretty as they were when they went in um, they're scraped, they're scratched, they're blackened, um, they're dented, like pretty badly dented. Um, you see uh, that um, one of them is actively smoking a little bit as it uh, as it exits. Um, there are definitely like um, what I would call uh, bullet wounds, uh, like bullet marks along one of their armors um it is it is interesting um you watch as they come out they are there's something about the way they load onto the cargo elevator that strikes you as uh mechanically doing a thing you're supposed to do like there is no They load onto the cargo elevator uh, almost in a zombie state. You know what I mean? They're, they're like barely it, functioning. It's, yes, it's it's very mechanical, and it's very like, ugh. You know what I uh, mean? Interesting. Well, I mean that's. I, I think the main takeaway for me is. Yeah, they got messed up pretty badly. There might be some impairment to their systems as part of this part of the competition. Um, is there anything going on in the um, anything obvious in the room beyond the doors? Based on what you all have seen previously, to garner any new information, I will need a pilot check because I don't think you would see anything passively. Uh, so unless you can give me a check, I uh, can't give you anything additional yet. Uh, the only thing I could think of is, I mean, I'll still make the, the check, but maybe stay cool because it is a, you know, speed isn't, I can see as much as I can before the doors close. Okay. In kind of a, like, don't, don't give into astonishment. Like, don't yeah. get overly distracted with the mechs coming out. Like, spend your time really checking out what's beyond the door. Yep. Yeah, I'll take a stay cool for that. All right. I rolled a six, so probably nothing. Mm, nothing new okay you are able to maybe confirm a few things you had already thought but you don't gain any new information to take back 
All right, then I will head back to, after they leave, I'll head to the hangar to, I assume that's where everyone is going, so. Well, who's going back to the residence and who's going back to the hangar? Astros. I would have been back at the residence for a while, I think. Okay. Evelyn, you're um, hanging to the hangar? I guess I'll ask where is everyone, and then if it's everyone's heading to the residence, then maybe I'll head there instead. Well, Dine's down I, at I, the hangar. I would ask Evelyn to come and take her shift at the hangar. Okay, yeah, that I'll, way. I'll, um, I'll do that then. At, yeah. Um, could could everyone come to the residence just briefly so we can debrief before? Uh, well, one of us has to stay at the hangar, so because Curry has to take the night shift. Concur, right. just st stay there while we're talking. He's at the house, at the apartment. Because <laughs> uh, that's where I I'm at the hangar. How about we just you do don't, a group You don't know call. this yet because you haven't made it back to the residence, but uh, Dine switched out for Curry so Curry could get some rest so he could take another shift oh, later. Oh, okay. Uh, because, because we're going first thing in the morning, I figured Curry could take the night shift so that we would all be well-rested for the morning, right? Um, fair enough. Uh, do you feel okay just leaving it alone for like 15 minutes? I'd like to just... We have phones. We can just talk over the line. We don't have to be physically in the room. I'd rather to reduce the chance of any sort of eavesdropping. I'd rather talk in person where we've done a sweep of the environment um, put on noise in the background. I'll just say, Evelyn, head back. I'll stay here. When, when you're done, Evelyn can come down and take my place, and you can give me a quick debrief. That works. I think it makes the most sense. I, I don't want to leave the, the mechs okay. unguarded for 15 minutes. Sounds good. That's all it takes. Very paranoid. Never team, In 15 but... minutes, Artemis can cause a lot of damage, okay? This is true. <laughs> Uh, Dine, or not Dine, I'm sorry, Astro, as you're making your way back to the residence, um, you see a group leaving. Um, this is after you've gone to the DBC, this is after you've changed, this is after you got your stuff together to take with you and the, the patches and the stuff you'll need to repair your heart suit. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, a little while later. Um, but you see a group, uh, leaving, um... Uh, uh, section C as you come up in the elevator you see a group walking towards the elevator as you're getting off of it onto sector C um, you step aside as you watch a group of like everyone in the group is uh, wearing a variety of um, what I would call uh, additions Right. Like a various like um, they're not like completely modded out, but like every one of them has like very obvious mods on them. Yeah. Uh, one of them strikes you as very odd looking. The one at the lead of the group, um, he walks. At, he almost looks like a bush as he walks towards you. Um, what if a person was a beard? That covered his whole body in every direction. So, so a dwarf. Wonder no more. <laughs> uh, you realize as he approaches the door, and you can actually see him more closely, only about 
a fifth of that is his actual beard, which is still mightily impressive. But he is actually wearing a ghillie suit that is similar to the same texture as his beard. But Astro, you realize that every single one of the strands of the ghillie suit is actually a plug. Mm. He's basically covered in fiber optic cables that looks like a he looks like cousin it made out of fiber optic cables that look like a beard. Interesting. He must be uh, running one of those. Uh, what's the weird mech company that has all the stuff? Uh, can't think of the name. Uh, um. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'll say to them, oh, are you guys next? He, like, looks at you, um, (laughs) looks to his friends like he didn't expect someone to talk to him, and looks back at you and goes, aye, it's our turn next. Horus, that's what I was thinking. wonder if he's in a horse frame. Um, well, uh, good luck out there. Won't need luck. Never needed luck in our lives. Uh, well, uh, then have a good time. Yeah, hope you have a good time. <laughs> he laughs, and his his buddies all laugh like he just made a really good joke. <laughs> I'll kind of chuckle and say, I'm sure we will. They load onto the elevator. They all turn around um, and look at you. Uh, and you'll notice that out of the eyes that you can just barely see in the mound of fiber hair that this guy <laughs> has, his eyes before the door closes flash red for a second before the door closes. Huh. That's unsettling. You just scan me. All right. Uh, I'll head back to the residence. All right, guys, we have a Terminator in our midst. Be careful. A a dwarf Terminator, (laughs) no less. (laughs) Um, uh, Once once everyone's there, um, I'll put on some music, uh, loud music, and I'll say, okay, so... uh, Anyone have any good ideas or strategies for tomorrow? I have a few thoughts. Don't catch on fire, at least. What's that? None here. We know roughly what to expect, and that whatever we start with isn't the main thing, right? Uh, What do you mean, whatever we start with isn't the main thing? Well, you said that big drone went in after. Like, oh, yes. things have been fighting for a while, so yeah. we should expect the fight to get harder as it goes on. That's correct. And um, I think uh, I think I think we should be on the lookout for any sort of events or vents or openings that these drones can come out of. Um, sounded like did, did they kind of sound like they were coming out like from my level? When I was in there, Bob, Uh, I would would say not that there was not enough information to assume that. 
Okay. Okay. I would just say, uh, be on the lookout. Um, I sort of know at least where my vent was relative to the room. Um, um, because I did get a view like of before that mech backed in, I did get a view of the room a little bit. Right. Uh, what I would say, Astro, is with the amount of information you're able to crunch in your mech, being it's like a data crunching mech, yeah. As as part of your bonus for what you did, I would show you on the map where you were looking out from when you get into that room. Okay. Um. So I'll say um, we might we might think about uh, you know, we could preemptively fire on the hatchway um before it even comes out um wouldn't that otherwise... mean we know what's coming and they wouldn't know that we know this like would they know we've figured something out them? we can't prove it maybe we just have yes. good instincts really i think they're expecting us to find things out that, yeah that's been the whole point in the feeling the that game, i've got i guess yeah Cheating only exists as if you go against the letter of what they say. They can't prove we cheated, then that only uh, gets us points in our favor. Maybe they want a group that can get stuff done without being caught. Exactly. Well, I'm sure some of them do. These people are going to be on retainers, so to speak, for them, right? So some of them would love assassins, while whereas others, like that big burly guy, probably just wants good fighters. Yeah. But at the very least, expect to be. Uh, again, I couldn't really see much. I can only hear things. But it sound, sounded like they were in combat. I heard, you know, uh, guns being discharged and so forth. Um, so expect to, to fight, you know, uh, drones or mechs. Uh, expect that bigger one to come out afterwards. Um, and I think the goal is to escort, uh, the object back to the front without it being destroyed. Probably the, the drones are all trying to attack it and destroy it before they can get it back. Wouldn't that mean that, that they're not really attacking the pilots then? Well, I, I don't know. Um, I, I have to say, it sounds like, uh... The first two teams, they looked pretty beat up, didn't they? So obviously they were, they were getting hit. Yeah, Prisma Lobe did not come out of that combat too good. Also, I think there might be traps or something in there. Weren't some of the floor tiles different colors? That is correct. Like, you remember correctly. Maybe, maybe. Uh, depending on where you're positioned, you might set off. Uh, different traps. I could be explain the explosion we heard both times, rather than it being an actual uh, mech or drone firing a weapon. It could be uh, something going off in the building, in the room itself. I guess the question is then: Do we take our time now to try to disable those traps before we fight in it? Oh. I think I've been through enough risky behavior today. I barely got out of there without alerting the guards and 
causing bigger problems for us down the line. I think we take our, our wins and just get ready for tomorrow. Maybe we can find a way just to seal the vents. If they can't, if they can't emerge from them, then to our benefit maybe? blow up the openings before they open you think yeah i don't know i mean glue them <laughs> shut or i don't know I don't... Uh, hey, my for... mech is not equipped to weld especially not quickly but i don't know maybe i can like throw some nets over them or something or maybe dine can melt them shut or something i assume you don't mean rope nets <laughs> Uh, sorry, I mean, I meant like a, uh, like, uh, and, and I'm not sure this is good technical speak, but I'm failing at words here. Like, 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 like tie a bungee cord around the part that opens so that the door doesn't block the door some way for, from it opening, I guess. You know, be it like a net, a, a metal net, not a rope net, or something to prevent it the door from opening, I guess. It might be a better way of approaching it. Uh, are you talking about, like, on the day, like, when we're actually starting our challenge, or are you yes. talking about, like, okay, yeah. When we um, walk into the room, first thing we do is steal some vents off. I definitely think, yeah, we, we, once we're in there, we should we should act on the information. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know of any good ways to forcibly keep those doors shut. The these drones are size one, right? Like mech size. The almost. one that Astro saw. Yes. Was. Okay. That, uh, that one didn't come out right away. That, um, no, but I'm just saying, if you keep that in mind, you, there's no way you're sealing that door unless you blow the fucking door up. True. Yeah. True. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. We just fire at the door. Um, maybe hope it will... It will you know, screw up the door so it can't open. Or if not, at least do a little damage to whatever's behind it um, before it even gets a jump on us. That would be... I'm not there, but I'm just imagining us blowing it up and them being like, well, I guess the uh, other crews now have an easier job, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I would hope they have, like, reserves. That's true, but... Remember what they said. They're they're judging us based off of not just if we're successful, but how we handle the task. So even if we make it easier for, you know, the groups after us, we're the ones that, you know, showed resourcefulness. Yeah. Yeah. Not them. I wouldn't I would There's not so much I on... want to say, but I'm not there. <laughs> Well, let's assume that you cycle back up so that you can get some information to the people who are here. Yeah, just wait for um, the a little bit. Um, you know, I imagine maybe Curry like can get woken up at the end or something like that. Let's let's get Dine's information yeah, in I here do. as well before we end the session. I do want to did want input from everyone. Yeah, so uh, if if we want I do have my hex charges. I could fly up to where that drone goes out, comes out immediately and blow it up. There you go. I like that. It well, will be obvious that we got information. That's I mean, true. We can always make the argument that I, my mech ran calculations and determined uh, most likely 
points of egress. Good enough for me. Or you just the way I see it is the less they know about how we got information, the more impressed they'll be. You could say you did some scans and just detected drones behind the um, grates. Whatever we do, it, you know, the, they'll figure that we somehow determined some information, but they won't be able to prove that anything we did was against the rules. Well, I so mean, either circumstantial way, evidence. either way, they know that some people saw, like, I know I saw some holes, so I have, like, an approximate idea, but we also don't know entirely what's behind them, aside from the one drone that we know of. Um, but first, before we act, we need to figure out exactly what it is that they want, and we can make split-second decisions from there. We can create an initial plan, and then modify it depending on what our actual, what their actual expectations are of the mission. Couldn't yeah, agree once, more. Yeah. Once you yeah. get in there, uh, there was some like voice on a loudspeaker giving out the rules and stuff. Fortunately, I can only cap here the generalities, and it's about what you'd expect, you know, um, that you know uh, the object has to be. Um, preserved you know if it destroys you if it gets destroyed you lose uh is there anything else I there there is one other thing i want to keep in mind here uh, this is what i would do if i was in their positions at least i would change up each of them i wouldn't have them be the same thing on the same day yeah yeah you didn't see um when the mac uh do you know approximately how long it was after before the drone launched, like from from mission start to drone launch? Because uh, it may not be, it may not launch at the same time. I'm going to just give rules information here. It was about two to three rounds into the combat. Okay. Okay. I'll say um, that that's how long it took. But of course, we don't even know. You know, if it's a time-based thing, or maybe they did something that triggered it, you know, perhaps it's even possible to go through the entire challenge without triggering it. Um, just, you know, I don't know. Got to keep your... Maybe, maybe keep your it's worst. like a um, trap, you know, they just happened to step on the wrong space and the um, drone came out. Maybe That's it gets true. activated once you've reached the object. And start worst comes to worst, I can always burn my core power. I'm pretty sure I can take it out in one shot, especially if I know where it's coming from. Well, uh, I can pretty sure once I'm in there, I can identify the spot it was, um, and I can relay that information to you all. And then, like Don was saying, we can, uh, you know, see what the rules are, what what the what we have to do and go from there, play by ear. But we'll have the information available to us. Yeah, create an initial plan, modify it based on how, on how we need to um, adapt to the situation. All right, is everyone good? Yep. Yep. I think I'm good. Yep. All right. With that, we will pick up our next session with. The murder of crows attempt at the first leg of contest. Um, so that's where we will pick up at the very beginning of the next session. And we will all see you there.
Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. See ya.